Welcome to The Body Nerd Show. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and after a decade in the fitness industry, I've finally cracked the code on how you can build sustainable strength without getting hurt. I'm a coach, writer, yogi, kettlebell devotee, lover of lifting heavy things, and 100% a body nerd. So stick with me, and I'll teach you how to make body maintenance and movement mastery a fundamental part of your wellness routine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 163 of The Body Nerd Show. On today's episode, I'm talking about the relationship between your tongue, neck pain, and TMJ issues, why more adults are getting phrenectomies, and what the research has to say about tongue ties, neck pain, and snoring. The idea for today's episode came from a DM I got after episode 148, where I talked about how to breathe better and have less pain. And first of all, I super appreciate when you reach out with your own questions and insights and experiences, because that helps to spur my curiosity too. And tongue ties are something that I had been familiar with, but sort of, you know, it was on the outskirts. So thank you for that question, because that's what today's episode is about. And this writer shared their personal experience with tongue ties and how that was affecting their breathing. And I know that it's not uncommon because I follow another person on Instagram who also had a phrenectomy as an adult and has had great results. And if you're like, wait, what, huh? What are these words? Well, when you consider that the tongue is a muscle that's integral to the health, the structure, and the function of your entire head and neck, it makes sense that an issue with the tongue would affect something else, right? What do we say all the time? It's all connected. So tongue tie or a shortened lingual frenulum, also known as ankyloglossia, and I hope I'm saying that right. I did practice it, but I'm not going to say it 10 times fast because that would be a nightmare. But this is when that small band of tissue directly underneath the tongue is thick or short and in some way restricts the overall movement of the tongue. So it's also called the frenulum, which is why a phrenectomy is when there is a surgical procedure to adjust that. And usually you see that for small children and it comes up if there's an issue with breastfeeding and that's when it's diagnosed. But if you have ongoing neck pain, TMJ, issues with breathing, snoring, even swallowing, your tongue might have something to do with it. So the word ankyloglossia comes from Greek and it means curved tongue. And glossa, anytime you see that, that is referring to the tongue. And it's usually associated with difficulty with speech articulation or breastfeeding, like I mentioned, for small children because it limits the movement of your tongue. And again, if you think of the tongue and the little bit underneath it, that's the frenulum, if it is too short, that can be restrictive. And most of the information about tongue ties and its effect is related to babies and small children. And that's usually when that procedure happens. But like I said, it can also happen with adults and it's becoming more common. So we're seeing it not only in children, but adults as well. So because it was less common, even if you had an issue with tongue tie, it might have been overlooked as a kid. And only now are you maybe finding the solution or getting some relief with that. And if you're like, okay, but like, what's the big deal? Who really cares if my tongue is tied and I can't move it all the way? Well, this can cause issues with oral hygiene in adults since the tongue can't really move out of the way. 
And it also can affect breathing. And also, we're going to talk about the structure of the tongue. It can also contribute to neck and shoulder pain as well. And even if you don't have a short frenulum or ankyloglossia, you know, I'm, as I'm reading through my notes, I typed it out far more than I actually wanted to say it. So hopefully that's the last time we have to say that. But understanding how your tongue is literally woven into the rest of your jaw can be super helpful. And the tongue is unique. It's all muscle and no bone. Pretty much every other muscle in your body connects to bones and that's how it moves. But your tongue is like a muscular water balloon. And it's not just one muscle. It's actually eight separate ones that come together to make this really flexible and strong matrix that's called a muscular hydrostat. So if you think of like the tentacle of an octopus, that's sort of the same idea in structure and function for your tongue. So four of the muscles anchored the tongue to structures within your head and neck. One holds it on to the base of your skull. Another connects it to a bone in your throat. There's another muscle that attaches down into the lower jaw, another one wrapped around the palate. And then the rest of the muscles make up the body of the tongue and give it its flexibility. And that allows the tongue to do all sorts of things from helping you swallow to saying the word ankyloglossia, <laughs> right? But the tongue is awesome. And we think of it often as just this passive structure in the mouth, right? Like, honestly, when was the last time you truly thought about what your tongue is doing? <laughs> I can tell you today for me writing these notes. It is directly and indirectly by way of the fascia connected to so many structures in the rest of your head, right? Literally into your throat, into your neck, into your skull. It is directly connected. And so you might be wondering, okay, but like, why are we talking about this? Are you going to have to start doing tongue mobility too? <laughs> and to be honest, if you are struggling with neck pain, jaw pain, shoulder pain that you just can't get to the bottom of, paying attention to what's happening with your tongue may be the key to unlocking your neck and TMJ issues. And the research supports this. A literature review from 2021 out of the Brazilian Journal of Otorhinolaryngology Oh my gosh. Anyways, an untreated shortened lingual frenulum, right? That frenulum underneath the tongue at birth was associated with sleep apnea. And that shortened frenulum also altered the growth of the face, the craniofacial growth, and had consequences with breathing. And when they go in to do a surgical alteration of the frenulum to help improve range of motion and then pair it with therapy, myofunctional therapy, so exercises to also improve facial posture, it becomes an effective treatment for snoring. And it's not just sleep because the researchers found that individuals within the studies also had an improvement in speech and swallowing functions. Remember, your tongue is not a passive structure. It is fully involved in talking and swallowing and breathing and snoring, which we talked about. If the tongue is relaxed into the back of your mouth, that can be one cause of snoring. Now, here's another interesting study where they looked at a 30-year-old male patient who had a recent history of whiplash and had cervical pain during swallowing. So when he would swallow, it would increase the pain in his neck and affect his ability to open his mouth. So they used osteopathic techniques to address the tongue. And what they found was that those osteopathic techniques led to a disappearance of the pain and complete recovery of normal functions of the tongue, such as swallowing and mouth opening. So here, of course, 
course, one person doesn't make it fully true for all people. But again, something to consider if you feel like you've exhausted all of your options, but you haven't been doing stuff for your tongue. Here's another thing to do. And I'm going to share some really easy ways to work with your tongue. Another survey of 348 patients who underwent a phrenectomy, so that lingual frenuloplasty, and paired that with therapy, myofunctional therapy, had an 87% rate of improvement for quality of life. So these are things like mouth breathing improved, their snoring improved, jaw clenching improved, tension in and around the face, and the muscular tension improved. So again, the research supports this idea that your tongue and addressing what's going on in your tongue is also going to improve what's going on with the rest of your head and neck as well. Today's episode is brought to you by AE Wellness Mobility Assessments. Not sure what you should be doing for mobility? Well, instead of trying a bazillion things and spending hours a day, get strategic coaching with a mobility assessment with me. You'll get your personalized mobility workout plan with the best mobilizations and activations just for you. Plus, all of your videos will be organized in custom playlists to keep things simple. So here's how it works. You send me a video doing four specific moves. I'll tell you ahead of time what they are, and I'll use that to create your mobility workout plan. We'll meet together for two video calls. The first one to set up the plan, make sure I'm covering everything you need. And the second will be a few weeks later for any questions or issues that come up. Now, here's the best part. You can save $50 off your mobility assessment when you use the code BODYNERD at checkout. So learn more and get started with a mobility assessment by heading on over to aewellness.com mobility. And don't forget, use the code BODYNERD at checkout. All right, let's get back to the episode. So how do you know if you are tongue-tied, if you have this issue? Well, one of the ways is to just pay attention to your tongue. Do you have difficulty trying to lift your tongue, especially up to the upper teeth or moving your tongue from side to side? What about sticking your tongue out? Does it only go to the lower front teeth and can't really go beyond that? Or a tongue that appears heart-shaped when you stick it out because it has, again, that connection that's limiting its range of motion? Now, if that's you, if you're like, my God, I didn't know, talk to your dentist, talk to your doctor, see if what your options are when it comes to addressing a tongue tie. And you can also do basic tongue exercises to improve the overall strength and flexibility of your tongue without having to undergo any procedures. And these are some of the same things that I do and did for my jaw and neck tension and are things that I play with regularly. And if you think also that there's this magical point where you get to stop doing body maintenance and like you're done and everything's perfect now, I got a question for you. Do you reach a point where you don't have to change your oil in your car anymore? Like you've done it three times and like that's it. You don't need to do it anymore. Yeah. I, I didn't I didn't think so. So unfortunately and fortunately, body maintenance is the same. It becomes something that you just bake into your day and the things that you are already doing and making it just a part of your everyday life. So here are the exercises. One is running your tongue around your teeth. So right now, I want you to run your tongue along the inside of your bottom teeth. When you get back to your molars, go around the outside of the teeth and come back around. So you're kind of circling around your teeth, inside, around the molar of one corner, all the way around the outside to the other molar and back on the inside. Hopefully you can picture that kind of route. So you're going to do that a couple of times. And then you're going to do the same thing on the top teeth where you are basically circling the surfaces, right? All the way along the inside, around a molar, all the way around the outside and back. 
And that alone is a great way to work on your tongue. Make sure you can do both directions as well. And if you're like, I don't know how to do this, right? This is just practice and a great way to improve that mobility and really body awareness of your tongue and how it works. Then my favorite thing to do, once you've done that, you've kind of exhausted your tongue by running laps around your teeth, I want you to try to stick your tongue out of your mouth as far as you possibly can. Even more fun is changing where you're looking. So maybe you look up and stick your tongue all the way out. Maybe you also try to stick your tongue all the way out to the right side, like you're trying to touch your right ear or all the way over to the left, like you're trying to touch your left ear or maybe trying to touch your nose, trying to touch your chin. So trying to stick your tongue as far out as possible from your mouth is also going to help to create some length and just, again, better and improved movement and really body awareness for what's happening with the tongue. And then also check in with your resting position. So this was a huge one for me as I was working through my jaw pain is to make sure that the resting position of my jaw and my tongue was actually restful. And I've always been a tongue thruster. It's why I had orthodontia and braces to begin with. And as an adult and looking back, I thought it was so interesting. My teeth correction was needed because my tongue was constantly pressing up to the backside of my teeth. And so the solution wasn't to address my tongue pressing constantly up to the back of my teeth, but to just redirect it to push elsewhere. And so I had a device on the roof of my mouth that then I could press my tongue into that and that helped to reset my teeth. I hope you know I'm also kind of rolling my eyes. And maybe an orthodontist can come on here and talk to me a little bit about that because Again, redirecting doesn't solve the actual problem. So cool, the tongue is still hyperactive. It's doing weird stuff in there instead of relaxing. So a resting position of your mouth and tongue is to allow your lips to remain closed and the top and bottom teeth to relax away from one another. So basically you relax your jaw without opening your mouth. And then also just check in with your tongue. Is it really aggressively pressing up into the roof of your mouth? And if that answer is yes, could you relax it? The simple things like this of running laps with your tongue, of relaxing your jaw, of just being more mindful of how you're positioned throughout the day can be super helpful. And it seems too simple to work, but why don't you try it and then keep me posted how it goes. And yes, when it comes to mobility, what your tongue is doing does matter. But also when it comes to tongue mobility, these are simple things that you can do when you are driving. Definitely people People on the freeway have seen me doing these exercises. <laughs> you can do it at home while you're watching TV, right? You don't have to put on your special workout pants or do anything to work on your tongue mobility. And then lastly, you also want to make sure that you're working on the overall position of your head and neck. So all of this mobility doesn't mean anything if we're just sticking in our old habits and patterns. So making sure that your head is getting back on top of your shoulders so your ears are aligned with your shoulders and addressing any of the dysfunction or tension or weakness that is keeping you from staying there can be extraordinarily helpful in getting out of that neck and jaw kind of pain cycle. And this is exactly what's covered inside of my jaw pain self-care guide. So you get 15 days of videos and prompts to help you really uncover where your tension is coming from and how it's contributing to your pain so you can get rid of it for good. And then mindfulness techniques that are also going to help you improve your focus, your relaxation, so you can reduce pain in your head, your neck, and your jaw. And because you're here and I know you care about tongue ties and tongue mobility, uh, make sure you use the code BODYNERD163. 
so you can save $10 at checkout. And you can learn more and grab it now at aewellness.com slash jawpain, all one word, and use the code bodynerd163 to save $10 at checkout. So I want to hear from you. What was your biggest takeaway from today's episode? How did that tongue exercise feel for you? Like literally, I want to know. So take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram, send me a DM. You can find me at Hala for Mala. You can find me on TikTok at AE Wellness. You can leave a voicemail on the Body Nerd hotline at 818-396-6501. A girl wants to know. I do. I do. Or, you know, you could leave a review and let me know about your tongue mobility. Maybe this like blew your mind and you hadn't been thinking about tongue stuff and now you are and like you're feeling so much better. Like I want to hear all of that. Okay. And don't forget that show notes, fun links, free downloads, the Body Nerds group, everything I mentioned on today's episode and all things podcast related live over at aewellness.com slash podcast. And if you haven't already, make sure you take the time to subscribe, to leave a review, uh, to share this episode with someone who would benefit from learning about their own tongue anatomy and tongue mobility. You know the drill, and I appreciate you for taking the time. So here's asking better questions, moving more, doing our tongue exercises daily, (laughs) and getting nerdy. And thank you for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool, and you, my friend, can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week. Pain stops you in your tracks, and body work is one of the fastest and most effective ways to deal with it. I've put together a free PDF with the six places you need to roll right now for quick relief. Plus, the reason why what you've tried so far has only given you a temporary fix. So whether it's back pain, plantar fasciitis, neck tension, shoulder pain, or tight hips, I've got you covered. And when you download it now, I'll also send you some video demos to get you started even faster. Head on over to aewellness.com slash bodywork, that's B-O-D-Y-W-O-R-K, to get started today.